It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex. We're going to jump right into it. And I can't find the original video for some reason. Um, but um, so we're going to listen to it. There's, there's going to be other commentary from this lady named Gossip Girl XOXO on YouTube. Um, but just, I guess, ignore her commentary as much as you can. She, she might say some ignorant things. I'm not sure. Uh, but this video that we're going to listen to is, and you can go watch it on YouTube yourself if you want to see the visual. Um, wife exposes her cheating pastor for spending all his family funds on, well, this black woman put Becky with the good hair, even though she wouldn't want somebody to say Shaniqua or Laquisha. But, you know, the, with his new white, white woman. And uh, I'm going to review this video. So this is uh, the gossip girl speaking. Matter of fact, let's listen to her. This is a black woman. That's the wife, right? Yeah, she married to that black man behind her. Now, mind you, he's a whole pastor out here, a Christian man. Now, mind you, when black women do the same thing that this man has done in their own way, whatever that is, because obviously most of them aren't pastors. um, Even when women talk about it, black women talk about it, and they shaming the wife for leaving her good husband for another man uh race isn't brought up you know just want to throw that out there race isn't brought up i think leaving your wife and kids if we're going to judge it uh in a negative way it should just be judged negatively it doesn't matter if you leave for a white woman another black woman i mean does it does it really matter you know the kids are who are affected what is going on with the pastors and cheating you know what i'm saying and she is about to out his behind check this out and I just want to throw out there too, like I'm just want to spot something out there. She said, "What do you, what, uh, what, uh, pastors and cheating?" Well, you know, there's a few pastors who cheat, and it's, I just find it funny that black women um, understand the concept of generalizing uh, um, with other people, but never with themselves. So yes, there's a hist- We have a history in the world of pastors cheating on their wives. Does every pastor cheat on their wife? No, but there are a few. We see more that don't than we do that do. The ones that do obviously stand out because nobody gets a credit for being faithful, right? But we definitely have all our nose in everybody's business when they're doing something wrong. Um, But yet you can make the generalization because you've seen more than enough of them to say, what's up with these pastors cheating? But if I was to look at black women right now and say, what's up with these black women fighting in stores? What's up with these black women twerking everywhere? What's up with these black women twerking on their kids and having their little boys on stripper poles? What's up with these black women pulling out guns now on men and and, and even other women? I'm a bad guy. Even though there's just as many video, just as many stories of black women doing some of those things as there are pastors. Just like pastors aren't the only profession that cheat and black women aren't the only ones that fight but for some reason we can throw pedophilia on pastors even though you know if i had to like if i had to make up a percentage i'm pretty sure it's more of them that don't do it than than ones who don't just wanted to throw that out there i just find it funny how you guys are so clueless when we're talking to you but yet you show us through your actions every other day that you fully understand the concepts that we're trying to bring to black women and we have such a hard time, at least we feel like we have a hard time getting them to understand. But they show us, no, they understand. They're just biased. But let, let's keep going. We, we've only got to, so far, review this gossip girl. Maybe this was a duh, kill two birds with one stone because I, 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 I am kind of tired of her her page. So It get good at the end. Wait, wait for it. What they say? Wait for it. Check it out. But apparently there's a new trend of I can take your man. 
And all I gotta say is, congratulations, Jesse Bailey, this beautiful nurse, St. Francis Hospital, Tulsa, Oklahoma. So mind you, before we go any further, right? This is a this is this is a private matter. And this black woman, and they love to talk about embarrassing them and, and women in general like to do this. They love to tell you when a man cheats on them, the man embarrassed them. But usually the man is so goddamn scared of the consequences, he is the one keeping it private. You the one that went and told everybody. I'm just I'm just saying, like, you the one that went I don't tell everybody all my L's. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, if my car break down or something shit like that, I don't go on Instagram, my car just broke down. If a girl break my home or my girl break my heart. Like, that's why when my ex had hacked into my page and started talking as me, a lot of my friends knew that wasn't me because they know I don't go to Instagram and tell Instagram all my problems. So they knew that I wasn't doing that shit. You see what I'm saying? But y'all run to the internet with these problems. Now, I know that we're doing this podcast audio, right? But if I could just give you a quick visual, you know what I'm saying? Um... She's a light-skinned or reddish black woman, kind of like my complexion, maybe whatever like that. She's doing a TikTok video. Now, if you're not familiar with TikTok and how it works, I'm not either. But what I have what I have observed is that when they do these TikTok videos, it basically is like a green screen and it you can put whatever you want in the background while you talk. So it's almost like a newscast. Like, you know, the news they'll point and it'll be something, but really ain't nothing really there. But it is something there if that makes any sense. So her green screen is a picture of her husband or ex-husband or whatever um taking a picture with his new woman the white girl the blonde haired white girl um like they're hugged up or whatever and smiling like a typical relationship picture and she's down at the bottom talking right now i'm not going to judge her emotion and craziness simply because i mean who wouldn't be emotionally and crazy if their significant other um left them the public embarrassment may not have happened yet, but it's definitely on the way because he's a public figure in your community and he's eventually going to have to, you know, reveal to us or to, to them. I mean, his city or the people around them that he's moved on and everybody's going to obviously put the two and two together. That means if he's moved on, you know, you're left behind. So, I mean, I, I get that. And you want to get ahead of that and things like that or whatever. And, you know, I don't blame her for these tactics. I just wanted to throw out there. You know, a lot of y'all do complain about embarrassment, but you do this stuff to yourself. I'm just saying. Decided she wanted to play. And what did she win? Boom. Christian preacher, ordained minister. What I can tell you so far already off the rip is something I've observed in modern black women. They can be very beautiful physically, but they be thrown off mentally. Um, now, I get that she's she's going through something. So this may not be who she is all the time, but she's coming off kind of crazy, you know, and I don't mean crazy like psycho killer crazy. I don't I don't I'm not a girl. I don't throw around heavy words on people like that. I mean, crazy, like in a turnoffish type way, you know, um, and, and I'm going to get into that. Let's, let's keep listening. I'm going to get into that. Like, there's something that she does say that I want to highlight. And it's funny, it's funny, I don't know what it is, and I don't know why you see this so much with black women in particular, but they love to put on these unbothered tones and uh, voices when they're discussing very hurtful things that they're clearly hurt by. And what somebody once told me is that a hard head makes a soft ass. And I kind of, you know, piggybacked off of that throughout life and said, you know, another thing that makes life hard for people is when they act hard. You know, because then people feel like they have to do more to you. 
but black women say they go through more than any other women and i wouldn't necessarily disagree with them i just think that they're not looking at it from a full perspective they're not i mean from the from the full spectrum which is yes you go through more than other women because you do more than other women and because you are harder than other women where like i've seen white women be heartbroken they cry they scream spanish women you know they throw fits asian women cry but black women like that yeah so look what i'm going through guys and act like they're just so happy nobody's gonna feel bad for you i'm sorry but you and one thing i do like about gossip girl xoxo um i'm gonna put her name in this title too so, so she might read watch this video one thing i do like about her is she be telling these some one thing i've noticed about her she in these in these type of situations she'll tell them girl stay in your victimhood because so many women these days they'll they screaming victim with a smile on their face and it's like okay i hear you but it's hard for us to really really take you serious when you sitting up there smiling when that girl accused trey songs of raping her the main thing that I, the first thing i did was i went to her instagram page and i said wow this woman does not give off the vibes of someone that is suffering so grandly from a rape I mean, she's on here smiling, she's drinking, she's partying, like, you know, I, I don't know, I've, I've had female friends, I've even had a girlfriend who was raped, you know, by an actual serial rapist, they're not, they don't just jump up a week later and go party, like, it's just, you know what I'm saying, like, when it, when the ones who are actually affected by it, you know, all women aren't um, dramatically affected by being raped, but most of them are, and the ones that are dramatically affected by it, that it takes them sometimes months, sometimes even years, sometimes never to ever go back to being a bubbly personality again. And I get that whole be strong thing, and that's cool, but just know that as a female, you naturally come off weak. So when you force this strength on the world, the the world stops having sympathy for you eventually, and says, "Well, you look like you can handle it." It's just like you see a kid fall off a bike. You see two kids fall off a bike. They both bleeding. One kid gets up and says, ah, ah. The other kid's like, oh my God, oh my God. Which kid you running to pick up first? You, you, you will run past the other kid to go pick the other kid up, even though they both fell at the same time. You know, they're about the same weight. They had the same amount of force. They got the same bruises. But this one is taking it a little bit harder. So we're going we gonna, to we gonna tend to him. The other one, we'll be like, you all right, bro? he be like, yeah, I'm okay. we like, all right, cool. You see what I'm saying? So just just always remember that. I'm not saying ladies fake cry and but just this 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 this, this new generation of trying to act hard is not working for y'all. I'm just I'm just speaking from the outside looking in. I don't see you getting the results you claim to want. Let's keep going. Raising up in the ranks. You got yourself an authentic talk. And before I go any further, let me let me expound on what I just said again. That's what they mean when the people say masculine energy. That's what we expect from men. We expect men to act like they're not hard. See, when people think masculine and feminine, we think of dirt and shovels versus uh, nail polish and dolls. But it's it's deeper than uh, nail polish and dolls or playing in the dirt and fixing your engine. It's 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 just these certain energies, you know. So always remember that, ladies. When y'all hear men call y'all masculine and y'all are like, what? We the most feminine we've ever been, and you start judging that femininity engaging it based off of your nails and yeah y'all do y'all makeup now and y'all you know y'all say stuff like yes and it's like yeah but you have a really masculine way of driving through life like you know what i'm saying and dealing with your problems that's where the masculine energy comes from trust me we don't want to get into you know what that makeup and nails actually believe it or not it doesn't make you look more like a woman it makes you look more like a man dressed up as a woman but we'll keep going all right 
handsome, God-fearing preacher man. Congratulations, seriously. So, uh, that's my husband, Christian Gray, and his girlfriend. Uh, she decided to switch up that profile picture to let everybody know that she's in a serious relationship with a married man. But don't worry. Don't worry. They were not serious until he left his family a year after his daughter died. They weren't... So, so, and you heard, you asked the girl, mm, the, you know, they, they know how to get them sympathy points to work up a team to go against a man. Women, one thing women can do is get people to turn against you. I had a woman really actually get, like, a guy that I've known, like, pretty much most of my adult life to turn against me. And I'm like, are you kidding me, bro? You really believe this shit? Like, they're they're good at it. I'm not gonna lie. Like, they're really good at it. Like, they should work for the army. I think two things all women should look into is become video game designers and working for the army. Because they could probably get, like, you know, Putin or one of those people to, like, turn on the other one and then, like, you know, divide and conquer. Like, they're like the devil. But um, she tells you, and, and, and I'm going to assume here, I'm going to go ahead and admit that what I'm about to say is an assumption because I don't have anything else to run with because when women tell stories, they only tell the other side of the story. So I have to assume this, but I'm going to make a very logical assumption. So I'm pretty sure some of y'all may not like what I'm about to do, but you can't really deny it. Right. So she just stated that he did all this about a year after one of their children died. So let's do some basic assuming. I'm going to assume that you're the woman, that that child was your child, that you carried in your stomach for nine months, and then you you went through a, a life or death situation. That's what birth is. When you give birth, you can die giving birth. So that's a life or death situation to bring this child into the world. Everybody will admit that women have a natural connection with a child just based off of what I just stated that men don't have. Okay, hold on. Let's let's keep going. Right. So I'm going to assume that the death of this child affected both of you, but it had a very gripping effect on you. Seeing that your your husband is a pastor, he has to maintain some form of strength because that's what leaders do. Leaders can be vulnerable. Leaders can cry and their followers can crowd around them and hug them. Yes. However, you have to always maintain strength. Jesus maintained a strengthful face until he was alone. Then he cried out to God, Lord, you know, please don't forsake me, whatever, when he was on the cross. But when he was in the garden, when he was being, uh, when he was in front of uh, that one king, when they get, when they sent to the other king, whatever, like all of that, he had to keep a face of strength because he's a leader. You see what I'm saying? He knew that this actually, that moment in his life was what really sealed the, the, the deal on his, his leadership. Like he knew from now on, I'm not going to just be a leader of these people around here that actually can see me. I'm going to be a, a leader for the whole world. I'm going to be a beacon of light that stretches farther than my hands could stretch. You see what I'm saying? So he had to be a leader. Martin Luther King had to be a leader. You think these guys didn't go home and feel this type of way? What about when Malcolm X was getting all those threats from the same people he just set up there and went so hard for and put his life on the wrist for? You see what I'm saying? Like, you don't think that shit affected him? If you read his book, it clearly did. But he had to be a leader for his family. He can't let his family see him like that. So you're talking about a pastor who's supposed to be spiritually stronger than anybody else. Or we would expect that. Right. So I'm guessing that he suppressed a lot of his feelings while you suppressed a lot of yourself, because that's usually what women do in very traumatic situations that they don't understand.
Now, when it's traumatic and you can blame somebody, it's different. But when you lose a child, especially as a Christian, I can only imagine as a Christian, a deep, devoted Christian who's literally the first lady of a church, you would really go into a state of question because one huge side of you is like, God, come on, get me through another side. He's like, God, why would you allow this to happen to us? We serve you. We serve you more than the average person serve you. We literally work for you. We did everything the right way. We got married. We had the children. Why would you do this to us? You see what I'm saying? So I'm going to guess and assume that you also probably became very reserved and out of touch. And with you being out of touch, you did not have the energy and the, and the, and the natural resources within yourself to not only tend to yourself emotionally dealing with such a huge, you know, loss, but also to tend to this man, which now leaves him accessible, leaves him vulnerable. He's a pastor. He probably also is involved with the community more than likely. I'm going to assume that. So now there's other people coming to him because you don't. You won't acknowledge that part that I'm not mad at you for it. I'm not coming at you for it. I'm not um, judging you for it. But you more than likely, I'm going to assume I'm going to assume you more than likely left that man in the cold. And I'm going to just say this beyond the death of a, of a child, black women in general. And I'm, I'm speaking for black on black women. You know, these are our, those are my women. Those are who, who I care about. Black women in general tend to either never tap in emotionally or tap out emotionally a lot in relations with black men and leaving us accessible. But they don't want us fucking with nobody. You won't do your I, I, I know this term is going to bother some of you, but you wouldn't mind this term if I was talking about men. So just shut up for a second. OK, you, you know, you don't do your job. And then expect him to sit there in that void. But let's keep it real. Now, this goes to all women. Y'all don't let men leave you in a void. When men leave you in a void, you cheat or leave. Period. You all women do not stay in void for too long. Okay? But for some reason, men are supposed to sit around in the void while you deal with things. What about me? What about me? You know, or does that not matter? Or is it only about you today? So, that's my assumption. And I think I would say... It's based in common logic. It's based in common, these common stories. We see this all the time. You know, it don't even have to just be a child being killed or, or, or dying. It could be other situations that's out of y'all's hands. And women seem to tap out emotionally, especially black women. Because they like to be independent. They're naturally in independent. Where other races of women or other cultures of women, they tap into their feminine emotions and they tap into their husband because they feel like they need him. Where you like to deal with things on your own, but you don't realize that when you're dealing with things on your own, which may be productive and progressive for you, because what you're used to, you go on to leave him in the cold. You never considered that part, did you? You see what I'm saying? And this is what, and I'm not saying this couple right here, but in general, a lot of black people, especially our women, they spend a lot of alone time that they didn't, a lot of it, 
you know, and I told my homeboy the other day, he said black women have become very weird. And he was talking about this whole black women saying they're witches and all this new age stuff. And they take pictures with rocks on their forehead now. And I mean, just all this weird ass shit. And I said, well, this could black women have a lot of alone time. You got to understand that back in the days, black, white, Spanish, it didn't matter. A woman was raised in her household with her family. Outside her household, they had a, a, a community. There was even in America, even in the suburbs, even in the hood, there was community. And then as soon as she damn near leave high school, she was already in a relationship, shifted straight into marriage. There was no, oh, I'm going to go get an apartment and get a car and live by myself. And especially for black women, it's even more dramatic because they get even more free time. The white girl will, will, will have the free time for like two, three years, but a black girl will have it for 10, 15. They'll be 28, 29, 30, 32, 33 years old. Black women never been married, living by themselves. All that free time to explore who knows what women would have been like in the 50s and 60s had they had all that fucking free time, all that alone time, nothing to occupy their brain, not, nothing to occupy their natural, organic, divine uh, design and purpose. So what gets what gets filled up with it? I mean, I don't know. It could be hoeing. It could be video games. It could be drugs. It could be books, arts and crafts. But it's not anything that would, you know, make you into your original divine design which was to be a wife whether you like to hear it or not that was your original divine design it wasn't to be a ceo wasn't to be a boss it wasn't to have education it wasn't to live by yourself it was literally eve was literally designed for adam and that's it so you're not occupying in your natural space so now all the now all this other shit come in that's distractions and it comes in positive but remember remember the devil comes in light he don't come in as some red little demon looking thing with uh, pitchforks. Nah, he gonna come in as he gonna come in as simple things sometimes too, positive things like arts and crafts, anything to distract you and take you away from your divine design. Now let's keep going. Serious until he actually moved out. Then when he moved out, they were serious enough to go on a family vacation within two weeks, and he used our family funds to do that. Wow. So congratulations. And anytime, and now I want to say two weeks, right? Anytime in any relationship. That progresses that fast there's something in them it's like to me when i see that this is my opinion i might i might be wrong i think they're trying to wash something down it's like it's like they're trying to wash something down you know it's like why a lot of girls who get raped or molested become freaks they're trying to wash it down Believe it or not, because think about it, if every, especially in this world that's so sex fueled, right? I mean, you can't turn around without seeing sex, 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 sex. You always going to think about your sexual experience. So if your only sexual experience was getting raped, every time you see the word sex, every time you hear about love, intimacy, anything, you have to think about getting raped. So you're going to wash it down as much as you can. Now, when you think about sex, it's not just that one time you had sex where you got raped. You also had sex with Eddie and you liked that. And James, you enjoyed that. And Bob was all right, but Billy was pretty good. You see what I'm saying? So I feel like they're washing something down. So the real question, um, black woman in this video, is what happened between y'all that made him want to run so fast to the point where, like you said, within two weeks, he's taking her on a vacation. As if he couldn't just take her to a hotel in the city. He taking her out of town. I mean, that's how much he wants to get away from you. At what point do you sit back and say, stop saying him, 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 him and say, well, damn, did I leave my husband in the cold? 
where he's, I mean, he's so in a rush to go get the fuck on. He's progressing so fastly with this woman. I left him so vulnerable that, and this is what I talk to black women about all the time. And I talked to you guys about this the other day where I said, y'all have made it to the point where a white woman can come in and smile and win. Because we're not even getting those things from you. Fuck the big shit. That, I bet money this white girl didn't do much. Hey, you okay? If you ever need somebody to talk to, I'm here. Okay. Rubbed his back. Probably prayed with him. Shit like that. Simple shit. He probably wasn't getting from his depressed wife. Now she got all the energy in the world. But I guarantee you that that time in between him losing his, uh, I think I said his daughter and him hooking up with a white girl who I'm guarantee you was around all, all along. She probably, she's probably a church member. She's probably, that's why I remember in the, in the beginning of her video, she knew all these things about her, where she went to school, all this other stuff, right? She's probably somebody who has been around, right? And y'all make it so easy. I tell, I tell black women all the time and they don't like to hear this. I said, I say, I said two things and nobody wants to agree with me. And, and I, matter of fact, I'm going to leave one of them out of this conversation because it would change the dynamic of this conversation. I'll just say this. If, if anyone that's not a black woman wanted to take black men completely from black women right now would be the easiest time because black men um, are getting so little of the basic shit, right? That we look for in women. Not your education and not your education in your career. I'm talking about what we come to you for. We don't come to you for that. Okay. Um, we're getting so little of it that anybody that wants to infiltrate our race and take the black man from black women, black men are vulnerable as hell right now. Out of all the times in our lives, black men actually want love. You see a lot of black men complaining about where's the girls that I want to get married. You have black men who want to be married now. I mean, isn't that, isn't that funny? Right? Well, yeah, our, my generation, the generation undermines the generation right above mine. They actually want love. They want marriage. They want a wife. And it's like now all of a sudden black women don't want these things. It's like a, it's like a role reversal. And we, us, we're being punished for what our dads and granddads did and how they, they didn't like. It. And it's like, yo, but OK, I'm not them. I've always wanted this. I don't know what my daddy was on, but I'm not my dad, you know, and you're not your mom. So why are you taking on all her pain? I'm not taking on all his pleasure. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I could be like him and say, fuck the kids. And we could have just kept this whole deadbeat shit going. But as you see, black men are now begging to be in their kids lives. They used to beg to keep the motherfucker away. Now they're begging to be in the kids' lives. But we're being punished for what our dads did. And y'all want to take on the pain that y'all moms had. But I, I get that. Uh, you know, but I just want y'all to start to realize some of the roles you play in these things, too. And you're making it easy. You have black men talking about, oh, my God, her hair is real. I mean, a motherfucker winning with your man because her hair is real. That's basic shit. That shouldn't be no cool points. We shouldn't even be talking about real hair. Why is real hair a conversation? You guys have made it to the point where real hair is a thing now. Now men are having to ask for basic stuff. I mean, imagine you buy a car and you, you have to tell the dealership, okay, can I get a radio? What about some AC? Yeah, throw an AC in there too. Um, oh yeah, make sure the seats recline. These things come with the cars. At one point, they were a luxury item, but they now come with, this is standard. You make a car, it's going to have radio, AC, reclining seats, you know, windshield wipers, you know what I'm saying? Headlights, lights in the dashboard. These things come standard on cars now, an auxiliary plug. You feel me? Somewhere to plug in your phone charger. These things come standard. I mean, imagine you having to pay extra to get these things on a new car. And now it's beyond the radio and the AC. 
they're asking us to pay for the engine, pay for the wheels, pay for the windows, pay for the paint. Like, nigga. So at that point, a, 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 a dusty-ass car can drive in. Y'all don't hear me, though. Y'all don't hear me, though. Y'all don't hear me, though. At that point, a dusty-ass car can drive in. And we like, shit, fuck it. Because I'm paying too much just to get windows on this motherfucker. And this car may not be the best car. And I really wish I could have drove. Y'all don't hear me, though. Y'all don't hear me, though. Say that again. This car may not be the best car. And I really wish I could have drove this one. But I'm not going to pay all that money for something that already comes with all these things. This car may not be the best car. But it's going to get me from point A to B and from B to motherfucking Z. And guess what? Guess what else? It comes with windows. It co- look, look at me. I'm excited that I have a car with windows. Could you imagine, black woman, being excited because your car comes with windows? No, you can't. You get excited when your car comes with nice rims. You get excited when the car comes with red leather seats. You get excited when the car comes with a backup cam. You get excited when the car beeps, when a car gets too close to your car and you can't see it in your blind side. You get excited. Y'all don't hear me though. Come on now. You get excited when the car got a TV in that motherfucker with Netflix on it. That's when you get excited. But see, as black men, we can't do that. We have to settle for windows and wheels. Windows and wheels. Then you have the nerve to try to tell us that we can't leave you behind. We can't fill this huge void. Why not? You don't want us anyway. You you have this mentality. I'll take a husband if he comes, but if I don't, oh well. Well, guess what? They don't have that mentality over there. They want the husband. There ain't no oh well. There ain't no, I'll just wait till God bring me one. There ain't no, I'm going to be okay. There ain't no I could do bad by myself. But that's what we hear from you all day. Then when we decide, I'm done. I'm done with your emotionless self. Your detachment from reality. I'm done with your loveless ways. I'm done with your lack of affection. I'm done with your selfishness and your entitlement. Then we're the bad guy. Let's keep going. I'm on a roll, man. I'm on a roll. These last couple episodes, I've been on a roll. Congratulations on going back to his hometown and taking all the family vacations we used to take. The baseball game, Rosalita's, that Mexican shit is on point. Hold up. You mean to tell me y'all family funds, the money set aside for y'all family, that Christian pastor man took that money and spent it on his Jezebel? What's going on with this? Nah. So I hope you enjoyed that. It looked like you did. I mean, I saw the bill. So uh, congratulations. But if you guys could refrain from using our uh, family bill money as date money, that would be splendid. So um, Jesse Bailey, congratulations again. Uh, You won the contest. Uh, Me and my boys, we're going to be okay. I mean, I know you were following my Facebook page. Me and my boys, we're going to be okay. Ma'am, no, no. No, they're not. And I'm pretty sure you doing everything you just did made life harder for the father. And if life is harder for the father, he can't give as much to you. And see, a lot of women don't get that these days. They want to make life harder for the dad. 
See, y'all are so insecure. And I want you to hear me when I say insecure. I don't mean insecure like insecure about your nails or hair. I mean, you don't have confidence in your game, for real, for real. That you want to go out there and y'all like to set prices these days. I've noticed that. But you don't realize when you set a price, you think that you've set your value. But what you have done is shortchanged yourself because, ma'am, if you not set a price, I would have gave you more. But since you just want, since you want to set this price, well, then here, this is all you get. You don't ask me for any extras. But if you don't set a price, I'll give you that plus more. So you don't believe that because you have a bad choice of men. Your whole outlook on men is because of your bad choices of men. That's it. All the guys that don't get girls, which I'm not a part of that group. But if I was, I and I, I and even though I'm not, I still can vouch for it right because those are our fellow brothers right and we have to stop this war amongst men we have other things to worry about um if y'all gave those guys a chance you would see men aren't as bad as you think that's all i'm gonna say you would just see that but you you know you keep hearing these things that i, I preach in that kevin or sevens or whoever preaches and you you try to deny it because you have this misconception you have a bad perception of men because you choose poor men because you're not all that great yourself because you think that you value yourself by having all these set things but all you do is limit yourself because now all you get are those set things get out of men's way trust me the best thing a woman could do right now is get out of a men's way and let men be men you'll get more out of it that way trust me i'm just gave you some free game you can take it or you don't have to you can keep listening to bitter bitches though who end up in situations like this woman on this video that's who you can keep listening to or you can listen to an actual man who actually circles himself and has been circled around a diverse group of men so when i'm driving i mean when i'm pulling um these experiences and stories from men i'm not pulling them from a, a group of street niggas or a group of educated niggas or a group of gym 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 dudes i'm pulling this from a group of all kinds of niggas white men black men rich niggas poor niggas Middle class, blue collar, white collar. I have all kinds of men in my life, just like I have all kinds of women in my life. I, I like to diversify my whole life, even if I don't talk to you every day. That way I can always have somebody to go to to get information from. And if they can't give me information, they have somebody in their community who can give me information. So I, I have all kinds of people. And I'm telling you, learn how to listen sometimes to somebody who sounds like some of the best stuff you can ever hear in life is the stuff you don't want to hear. I always remember that. The stuff that sounds good, that's, that's, that's not going to do anything for you. The best things that you're ever going to hear in life is the shit that's hard to swallow. Because those are the things that are going to actually help you evolve. That's why some of y'all are so stagnant. You don't got all the education in the world. You got all the money in the world. And you're still going through the same shit as the hood rat bitch. Because you're stagnated. Because you don't want to elevate. You don't want to hear things that challenge you. That's how athletes become better. Challenging. You don't go to the gym and lift the same weight. Eventually you have to add more weight. Do more reps. Add more, more everything, more time, add. That's how you get a LeBron James. You don't get a LeBron James by being stagnated. You have to challenge yourself. You don't get a LeBron James by continuously doing layups. You got to start shooting the ball. You got to go to the half court and shoot the ball. You got to run more suicides today than you ran yesterday. You got to wake up earlier today. Than you have to continue. That's why black women don't really grow. They think they grow because they grow in the bullshit sector. The shit that don't really, that's not going to matter when you die. Nobody's going to give a fuck that you drove a Range Rover. They, they think that's where they grow, but they don't evolve any other way. A lot of the time, our sisters, especially white women too, but especially our sisters, because 
they don't want to challenge themselves. They don't like to hear things that go against the grain. Come on, bro. I'm on. Ooh, I'm on. I'm on fire today. Hit that cash app, nigga. So you saw that we had two other kids together and our daughter had just died the year before. So our family was very fragile already. But I'm glad you swooped in. Um, I hear his excuse was he needed somebody to pray with. So You see how she said that? Do you even hear the 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 condescending tone in it you're looking down on the activity he probably asked you to do as a pastor's wife i shouldn't have to ask you to pray with me after our daughter just died that's number one but i mean i've dated black women spanish women and white women and uh, like uh, like maybe one or two asian girls and i'm telling you that out of all the women I've ever been serious with, all of them had some type of problem at some point during our relationship. A death. Uh, like I said, one of my girlfriends got raped, you know, um, by a legit serial rapist. It was a crazy time in our lives. Like, she got pregnant by this nigga and everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga, like, he's like gone now. Like, I, you know, I can't talk too much about it, but he's, he got, you know. Uh, they had, it was, all kind of problems and one thing i can tell you that black women were the were some of them were vulnerable but most of them even with the guy that they claimed to love that's what i'm saying y'all y'all give us bare minimum crap everything like you don't even open up to your own man they like to go into the corner and deal with it the white girl gonna call you crying the black girl you gotta call her and be like why you ain't call me all day what's going on <laughs> nothing why are you crying they like to act hard they like to think that they can do things on their own and i think some of them fear being a burden that's why i just said earlier a couple minutes ago the best thing y'all women can do is get out of the way of men and let the man be a man first of all how you gonna ever know what type of man you're dealing with if you always in his way y'all don't hear me though come on now can i get some mm? where's the mm's at how you gonna know what type of man you dealing with if you always in his way, try, trying to take his job duties from him? Yes, men and women have job duties in a relationship. If you don't like that, that term, suck a dick and get out of here. This is not a podcast for weak people who don't want to change. Okay? He wanted you to pray with him. And remember earlier, it's funny, earlier I said that. I said he probably wanted something from her and she didn't want to perform her job duties, but the white girl swooped in and did it. And now look at you. You sitting there even say it. You so lost, you don't even realize you still looking down on it. He needed somebody to pray with. Like, y'all really don't see the role y'all playing, the shit that happens to y'all? Like, as men, we tell men, like, I know what she did to you was wrong, but you know why she did it, right? When we see niggas get cheated on and left for another man and he was doing certain things or even if he, we tell them like, bro, I get that she was depressed, but nigga, when you stopped fucking her, what you think she was going to do? We blame the nigga. Even women do it to men, but for some reason, when it's women, we never can say, well, you didn't pray with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, there it is. It wasn't sex. It's, it was just simple prayer. I mean, that's what I'm saying. We don't even get tires and windows. So think about it this way. You just got your husband taken from you over prayer. Like, I need that to really settle in. Let that sink in my, my, my black women, you know, because she represents a lot of y'all. 
So I'm going to speak like to her, but to y'all, you just got your husband taken over prayer. I pray every day, bro. You know how much it costs me to get on my knees to pray? I, I literally have a prayer section in my room, not bragging or trying to, you know, whatever. I'm just telling you, true. I have a prayer section in my room like I'm Muslim. It's got its own carpet, the Bible's on it, everything. everything. You know how much it costs me to pray? And I don't even live no perfect life. You know how much it costs me to pray? Nothing. You couldn't give him a... I mean, it's funny how ladies love to say, what well, one man won't do, another man will... But we don't, but y'all don't understand that for yourselves. This is how easy you made it for so-called Becky. Y'all make it too easy for so-called Becky. Becky, Becky, come around. Her hair's real. Which, like I said, that's so crazy that we're saying that. Like that's something. Like that's a thing. Her hair's real. She smiles. She speaks with a soft tone. And then she wants to pray with him. That's it? That's it. And someone said, now y'all black men just cheap. No, men are cheap. And you should be happy that men are cheap. Men are cheap. It's not black men. Men are cheap. We don't require much. That's why we look at modern women like they're so fucking pathetic. Because we don't require much. And if you can't do the bare minimum, God damn, what are you good for? What are you good for? I'm glad you found you a prayer warrior. Like, praise... Hey, I just noticed, bro. I'm doing this review so heavy, right? So on YouTube, we're only two minutes and 55 seconds into this video. <laughs> but over here on Spotify, we're 41 minutes into the into the, into the the recording. <laughs> the video in total is a six-minute video. So I don't even know if I'm going to watch the whole thing. Hallelujah. Thank you to Associate Pastor Christian Gray. Okay, so what just happened is, oh, wow. she I guess she came back and doubled back on her TikTok. So she's really hurt by the situation. Even though she's smiling, she's really hurt by the situation. But if I, her husband, I wouldn't care. She don't seem hurt. She seems all right. You make a TikTok, you smiling, you laughing, it's funny. You know, you seem unbothered, you know. You said you'll be okay. You know, she might actually be able to get her husband back if she showed a little bit of vulnerability. No, No cap. No cap. No cap. You know, you, when you act hard, people are gonna be hard with you. That's 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 all it is. You know, it's kind of like a. Uh, never mind. We won't we won't we won't go there. Uh, he's also an ordained minister. He even changed he church. Appreciates the bond of marriage so much. He wants to marry other people uh, in more ways than one. Um, so, anyways. Um, yeah. Yeah, I do see what she's saying there. My brother, you do realize that you just lost all credibility, right? Like, you know, like, I would not want you to marry me. Like, <laughs> I would not want you to marry me and my wife because you got dirty hands. We're going to end up cheating on each other and leaving each other. Uh uh. Nope. You can't marry nobody no more, but you lost the credibility in that. You got to, you got to, like, kind of renew yourself and confess your sins to God and then publicly apologize to your congregation. Then maybe you can marry somebody, but until then, nah, you can't. Yes, I, I definitely agree with her on that one. I, I'm not sure what's harassing about simply resharing something that's already been. So OK, so she's saying harassing. So I'm guessing that this is her now responding to her own video, her own. I guess she got some backlash saying that she's harassing them. 
um, well, what do we what do we call what Kanye West is doing? What have people been calling what Kanye West is doing to Kim? So, I mean, what is making a bunch of TikToks and exposing all this information? Like, what's the difference? Oh, it's a woman doing it to a black man who left her for a white woman. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad, y'all. I forgot there is a difference there. My bad. I'm so sorry. Proudly shared. My husband walked out on his family uh, one year after we buried our 12-year-old daughter who suffered from heart disease her entire life. I get asked, what have you ever done for this family? As for those 12 years, I literally was the one running in and out of every doctor's appointment, every hospital visit. I'm the one who was on the ground giving that sweet girl CPR, breathing life back into her. You know, that kind of reminds me of, I know, have y'all ever seen the movie? Um, everybody should watch movies like this, I think. I love movies like this. Um, you ever watch the movie, Why Did I Get Married? If, you, if you're familiar with the movie, you know, Tyler Perry, was it, was it Tyler Perry's character? No, it wasn't Tyler Perry's character. It was Janet Jackson and her husband's character. I believe his name in real life is, I remember he went viral about a year or two ago over that, remember over that trans, all that, he like trannies now and shit. Uh... I forgot what his name is but yeah janet jackson and her husband they had lost a child and and he always internalized it in his within himself that it was her fault so what i'm hearing now is from what she's describing now combined we can only go off her story we can't assume that she's lying and i'm, I'm gonna assume that she's telling the truth it sounds like he kind of blamed her for the death that might have also drove him away from her as well and made it easier for somebody else to walk into his life as well you know and a lot of the time when somebody hurts us so bad we don't ever want to be with anything that looks like them so we go complete opposite women y'all should know this because y'all y'all do that all the time like you know what i'm saying y'all will be like you know i'm done with dark skin niggas or ooh, the girl no more hood niggas for me or whatever so it makes sense that of, of course i don't i don't at the same time i don't think he went for this white woman i think it happened i'm gonna assume it happened you know, because I feel like if he went for her, you would have been caught on to this, right? So it must have been something that happened. Uh, so yeah. Hmm. Let's keep listening though. But I get asked, what have I ever you done blame for her. this family as he walks out on me? Then he tells her children uh, he needed somebody to pray with. He had to leave me um, because he wasn't getting that from me. Um, so he needed mm. a prayer warrior. Mm. Uh, so the associate pastor of his parents' church had no idea who to turn to in his family of like 300. Okay, see, once again, you're clueless. All right. So family and 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 your wife is it's like that's like you want there's a certain type of intimacy praying with someone that you are also intimate with versus praying with your mama or your cousins. And it's funny how you're the wife. That's your duty. And black women are so okay, and I've noticed this with black women in particular too, that they're so okay pushing off all their duties on everybody, everybody else. You know, a black woman will leave her her kids with the, the with her mom so she can go out to the club. You know, they'll leave they man with this one so she can go do this. They always trying to push us off onto somebody else. You know what I'm saying? So they can go live their lives. It's all about them, you know, and um. You, you, you're his wife. You went through this experience with him. Nobody will understand what he's feeling more than you. His mom, his dad, 
nobody, even somebody who in his family who also lost somebody. So you've also fucked up there and you can't, you're so far gone. You're so far gone. And I'm gonna tell you why a lot of women also get away with being so far gone, fellas, is because we fuck up. So once we fuck up, it's like it overshadows their fuck up. You see what I'm saying? Like, had he not cheated, but maybe told her, like, I'm going to cheat, then he could have had more leverage. But because he uh, he cheated, he lost all leverage in this conversation with women in society. But anyways, you already done messed up, ma'am. You already done pushed him off onto the family. He has like 300 people in his family. Why he didn't go pray with them? He didn't want that. And honestly... He should never explain to you why you're his wife. You went through it with him. You pray with him. But you had the mentality like once again, like I assumed I'm starting to see that I was right. You were in your mode. You were in your corner. You wanted him to be in his corner. Go to your family. Call them. Well, guess what? Now he has a new family. Um, All of whom are great, strong Christians. Uh, But he needed this Becky to uh, fulfill his Christian needs. So uh, he didn't have an affair, though. Um, That needs to be clear. Um, He moved out and within two weeks was in a serious relationship and taking family vacations with her and her two daughters. Um, Using our family money for that. So I got to see the charges popping up on the account when they were out of town together. Uh, So my boys were at home pondering what the hell their father's doing. And he's in another state with another family playing father to two little girls when his one and only. I'm sorry. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I got to say something. He was cheating on you, honey. Please don't believe, trust me, he been knowing this, what she call a Becky, way long time. This was all in his plans, okay? He was waiting to walk out on your behind to get with Becky. That's just an excuse. He was... And, you know, I'm not going to sit up here and deny what the gossip girl XOXO was saying. It, that could be true. You know, he could have always kind of had her around, maybe never, you know, did anything with her. Um, you know, they say most people have a backup lover on standby you know um this could have been the excuse that he needed to go ahead and pursue these things i mean because that, that that does sound like it moved pretty fast and but you know like i said when people are hurt they can move fast they you know it, it can happen you know when you when you're you know when you're at a heel like right now i'm not at a hurt place in life i wouldn't even say i'm at a healed place in life i'm just not at a hurt place in life i could take my time with a woman right now but if I was trying to get over an ex, I would be yeah, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to run through this shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Get to the get to the next point because you know, you want to hurry up. And, and then it, especially if pride and ego play a, a role, you definitely want to hurry up because you want to show your ex, like, look, haha, you know, you ain't the only one. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, hell yeah. But I definitely think that there's a possibility that he could have, you know, had that on the tuck tuck. And it could have been an excuse, but that doesn't make it any less true. You see what I'm saying? Like you can have a woman, for example, and a lot of women do shit like this, who really low key want to leave her boyfriend because he don't really make much money. He don't really do much, you know, and she just like kind of like doesn't respect him as a man, but she doesn't leave him and she'll stay with him and stay with him, stay with him, stay with him. Then one day he might get mad at her and they get into an argument. He might like choke her or push her really hard into the wall. And she might use that as the excuse to say, well, this is definitely reasons I can leave you. Right. Just like his story sounds somewhat justifiable 
um, with the whole, I need somebody to pray with me. I'm going through this hard time thing. You know, I need a shoulder to cry on and you're not being there. So I'm going to go with somebody who is giving me a shoulder to cry on. Um, it's funny. We understand vulnerability with women, but for some reason we don't understand it with men, even though men have shown that, especially sexually, we are more vulnerable than, than women. That's why you have more niggas that want to rape women and stuff. These niggas can't control themselves. Right. So anyway, um, and and nobody teaches them how to control themselves. There's no manual on that shit. They just tell us to control ourselves. Even when we tell women to do stuff, we tell them how to do it. When women, women just ask us to do things and don't ex- they expect us to figure it out. Knowing damn well we, we we about dumb as hell, right? So, anyways, motherfucking, that is not how that's supposed to go, you know. And no matter what, yes, it's an excuse. And she really truthfully doesn't even care probably about getting pushed or choked. Didn't bother her. Didn't leave any bruises. Didn't hurt her. But you can't say that just because it was an excuse to leave, it wasn't accurate. And that she she can't use that as an excuse to leave. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's a legit reason to leave somebody. They choked your ass. You know? They choked your ass. I mean, it's, it's really that simple. Like, but... <laughs> Freaking, yeah, uh huh. All oh, this stuff is just a scam. They say church is nothing but a big business, and I believe it now, girl. Look, what y'all think about this? Comment, let us know. She got a little bit more to go. One and only daughter was dead. Mm. So I'm glad he found happiness, and I just wanted to share Jesse's accomplishment. She knew he was married, she knew our situation, and she pounced anyway. So, congrats, really. Um, okay so you know what you should do black woman I'm gonna tell you what you should do and I've talked about this before and I'm gonna tell you bro I'm not saying all white women do this shit don't get it twisted but a lot of white women do this shit when their husbands cheat you know you know a lot of white women do when especially when they want to either a be married again b at least just understand where things went wrong or c they want to remain with their husband or try to Get on some type of same page with the husband. You know that. You know what white women do. This is this for real. Yeah, remember, bro. Like I lived in the suburbs. You know what I'm saying. I'm telling you this. This what they, I'm telling you. This is what they do. They go talk to the mistress. They'll call her bitch, bitch, bitch while they talking to her. They'll drink, smoke, whatever they got to do to get through that shit. But they are gonna go sit down with the the new bitch. Mm-hmm. They gonna go over there and get. They gonna get them answers. They, they gonna find out where shit went wrong, and she gonna tell them. Because, ma'am, it sounds like, for, I ain't going to lie, the fact that you're still clueless and you're not telling us this story with any type of accountability, you need to talk to a, a white woman. You need to talk to a therapist. You need to talk to somebody. Because you need to talk to me. Come talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, this way of thinking isn't the most dysfunctional I've seen by far. And I can't say I don't sympathize with this woman. I do. And my heart goes out to her. I really do. Because it, it doesn't sound like she was just an evil woman. It's just that she wasn't on point. And unfortunately, in relationships for male or female, when you're not on point, it just makes it easier for the other person to fall into the hands of someone else. We understand it any other way. But for some reason, when it's going this way, we don't like to acknowledge that. We don't like to acknowledge that. 
the more weaker in temptation person is the man. Men fall for flesh and you want to leave him so accessible. That's not real. That's not living in reality, ladies. See, realistic women understand men and they just move off of that. They don't try to force men to be what you want them to be. Men are not that. You cannot leave us accessible to women. It's just not a smart thing to do. You know, um, it's not about, well, men need to learn how to, no, it's not, don't, first of all, okay, the next time I hear a woman say men need to learn something, I'm going to tell them teach us. Because if you can't do that, then shut the hell up. Y'all love to tell what men need to do, but you don't even know how to do it. You don't know what it would look like. You've never seen it. It's just some, it's just something in your imagination that sounds good. Something you might have saw on Instagram. Like, so maybe you should go talk to that woman. Let, let me see if she says anything else. Hold on. Right, comment. Let us know what y'all think about that. Ooh, that's some tough stuff, ain't it? Ooh, I can't wait to read the comments, y'all. Mm-mm-mm. Ain't that something? These pastors and Christians are something else, girl. Ooh. Yeah, you thought they think they're supposed to be better. Well, that's a big common mistake a lot of people make, especially men, is you go and you date people based on certain profession titles or certain organizations they're involved with thinking that, oh, well, they're a Christian. Oh, she's a businesswoman. Oh, she went to college. Oh, she doesn't dress like a hoe. So she must be the good one. And those be the ones that do you worse than the hoes, worse than the the street niggas or whatever like that. Like, you know, so that's just some advice I have to all genders, all races is. You know, I'm not saying to write off people, but I'm saying is to stop writing off people. Stop, stop, stop looking at this group. And, you know, I talk about this to y'all guys all the time with the reformed hoe versus the so-called quote unquote good woman. And so many black men um, get on the Internet talking about I want me a this woman and that woman. And it's like, I don't want a girl with weave and long nails and tattoos who did twerks on the Internet. And it's like sometimes the girl with the long weave nails tattoos that twerks on the Internet is actually the loyal, faithful one who who wants to serve you and and rub your back and rub your scalp when you get home from work and not cheat on you and hold you down and understand what you go through. And then sometimes the good one, educated one, is awkward, doesn't know anything about men, doesn't know how to treat a man, doesn't like to cook and clean, doesn't like to be told what to do, doesn't like to listen, doesn't like to nothing, just boring as hell, terrible in bed, and still end up cheating on your ass. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, just going for somebody, and I'm just responding to what gossip, how, the way Gossip Girl was speaking, going for somebody just thinking like oh well they're a pastor or she's a christian you you know christians sometimes will and it, it will hurt more too i mean think about the difference between getting cheated on from a girl you expected to cheat on you from the girl you thought was the good one that's gonna hurt that's a double smack in the face one you know that shit just shatters your whole perception of reality you know it fucks with you like this it, you don't trust anybody i think you're like damn if this girl could be like that what are my friends doing behind my back? You know, what are, who's my mom? Who, you know, you start to question everybody when you date these good women. That's why I don't even like to look at good women no more. I like to look at straight reformed hoes now. Because at least that way, if she do wrong, and this is out of fear, and this is from a form of weakness, but still, whatever, I don't give a fuck. I, at least I can admit it. If she do something wrong, I don't feel as bad because shit, I mean, you know, that's a little bit more up your speed. You know, one of the worst girlfriends I've ever had in my life was a- allegedly a Christian, 
She was college educated. She worked for the feds. She worked for the police. She was this professional black woman, real hair, wore decent clothes. She was she turned out to be the worst girlfriend I've ever had in my life. I mean, literally the worst girlfriend I've ever had in my life and hopefully ever have. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and I'm out of hope that this was really productive and you learned something and you can pass it on. All right.